Our nature is that we do not want the truth. It's because we want stability. We want to have things pegged down and for them not to change. And this is a principal problem with just mankind, a tendency. And this tendency, if you desire to grow in truth, this tendency has to be resisted. There has to be an almost, well, a desire, really, for the unseen things, a desire for the truth, and a willingness to sacrifice your paradigm. And I say this because I wanted to share a story, and I'm going to share the story. A friend of mine lived in the wilderness. I hope I haven't told this story. <laughs> I don't think so. The wilderness of Montana. He was a man of faith. And he lived by the miracles of God. One day, he sharpened his axe and began to cut wood. He had to do something else, and he walked away and set the axe up against whatever was there, the shed or whatever. And his daughter came along and was playing around the axe, and the axe fell, and it cut off the end of her finger, right at the top knuckle, um, the end of her pointer finger. And of course she came screaming inside. During this time, this friend of mine didn't have insurance. It was before the days where well, it was during the time when most people paid for their own medical bills. And he didn't believe in, in taking something he couldn't pay for. And he didn't have the means to take her to the emergency room. And so he prayed. He said, what do I do? And he got an answer. I believe that he was actually told um, ahead of time that uh, that her finger would actually grow back. I can't remember, though. But the point being is he wrapped it in gauze. He had a certain salve or something that he put on it. And then he waited. But like little girls do, she, when they went to church that week, ran around to everybody telling them how she cut off her finger and pointing to the absent finger with uh, the gauze around it. And so... He, my friend, was asked, you know, did you take her to the hospital? And he had to admit, no, he hadn't. And the ecclesiastical leader in the area at the church was obviously upset about the fact that he hadn't taken her to the doctor. And I think he told him so, that he was, he should have taken her to the doctor. Well, sure enough, the, um, the wound healed over, and she had a stub, but then slowly the finger began to grow back, the end of it, and it grew back perfectly. And so she ran around church every time as the finger was growing, showing it to everybody, saying, look, my finger's growing back. And my friend recalled that several times she ran up to the bishop and said, look, look, this reveals which religion they were a part of. Um, 
look, look. It was a Mormon bishop, not a Catholic bishop. But um, she went up to the to the bishop and said, look, look, my finger is growing back. And of course, once it fully grown back, you know, look, my finger is grown back. But my friend recalled a strange thing about the experience. When she would put her finger up and to show the bishop that it was growing back or that it had grown back, the bishop would actually look away. He would not look at her finger. He refused. And he was angry. He was angry that it was growing back. He was angry that faith had worked. Because he did not want anybody changing his paradigm. His paradigm where the thing you do to heal wounds is go to the doctor. And he so much hated the truth that my friend was living that he became angry and refused to look. Just like the children of Israel refused to look at the serpent that was on the staff of Moses. And what was the result of that? The children of Israel, that is. The result was they died. And it is a kind of death that comes. There is a kind of death that comes, a spiritual death that comes when you refuse to believe the truth when it is presented before you. It shows that you don't really want the truth. You may, be, you may pretend. You may be the head of some ecclesiastical organization in a certain area or in a certain church or a certain place. Or you may be a scientist. You may claim that your whole life is spent in the pursuit of truth. But that doesn't mean that you want the truth. What happens when truth comes and finds you, when it springs out of the unseen place and threatens to destroy your paradigm? That is where. The hearts of people are really revealed. But the good news is that if you relate to the bishop in the story, you can change. Um, you can begin to desire to believe. You can begin to desire to see. You can begin to desire for that truth which resides in the unseen, unexpected place to crop up in your life. And if you do, it will.